Russell Bustle lost a man muscle. Are Falcons fans drinking Heineken's with their Kool-Aid? Has the Viking season been sent to Valhalla? Does Jerry Jones regret dressing up like Ace Ventura and stealing the Dolphins mascot? Next on Around the Couch. (laughs) Welcome everyone to Around the Couch, an NFL podcast sponsored by the DVR Podcasting Network. If you're new to Around the Couch, welcome. If you're an old foe or just listen to this pod, you can go to dvrpodcast.com. That's where you can have access to everything we do. We do tons of pods. Um, Ando and Axel just finished A Murder at the End of the World, the FX on Hulu, Britt Martling show. Uh, we got True Detective coming up. And actually today, me and Axel recorded our film tv catch-up pod i was on the road driving from long beach lbc where the snoop doggy dog is and uh was cruising home and axel we we recorded a pod and we talked about this new julia roberts sam eshmael movie we talked poker face we talked fargo we talked a bunch of stuff and uh it was actually a really good pod so um and also what we do to keep the lights on, to keep the hosting going, to pay Ando and Brett for coming on the pod. We have a Patreon account. So go to patreon.com slash DVR. And for a couple bucks a month, you become a patron, support independent podcasts and get ad free, get these pods before anyone else and the exclusive pods that don't go on our daily DVR feed. So Axel is not here. As you know, he's a big Jet fan. Jets are playing the Browns tonight on Amazon Prime. I don't know about Michaels. That's my of a word. They are suited up, (laughs) as Al Michaels and Kirk Herbstreit are calling the game. And uh, so it's just me, Heath Solo here. We have BTK, a.k.a. Brett. And, of course, we have the man from Mandalorian, Ando Calrissian, is here with us. And so tonight, gentlemen, we are, shit, we're headed into week 17. Two weeks left. This season has gone by fast. I mean, it started out me in a hot check kitchen (laughs) to, you know, and we've, you know, gone on from there. You know, it's just, it's been a wild season. (laughs) Ando, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. Had a pretty good Christmas. And I'm just uh, using this as a nice getaway from being locked in the house with the kids for like 10 days straight because I need some adult interaction. So this will be very fun tonight, even though Axel's not here. Hopefully, hopefully he'll decide to shut this game. You know, he may be already thrown something through his television if the score is any indication. <laughs> but hopefully he'll join us later because as, as of currently, the Browns are up 27 to 7 on the Jets in the second quarter. So Oof. another rough Thursday Oof. night game. <laughs> and the, well, you say adults, you say adults, and I don't know if you came to the right place, but <laughs> BTK, well, my age, you, yeah, my age, <laughs> straight out of Athens, Georgia. How you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing very well. I'm looking forward to talking s- some football, some NFL week uh, 16, I guess, two weeks left. So, man, season is flying by. God, you know. It's such a ritual. Like you watch the games, then you know you listen. I listen to Lombardi, Bill and Sal. 
my against all odds buddies, little Damashek in there and Eddie Spaghetti. And, you know, you go through the week and I mean, there's times when Dallas loses, I, I, I don't turn on ESPN <laughs> because <laughs> oh, I do not want to see Stephen, Stephen A. Smith's face and how he, you know, I told you there were accident waiting to happen. And I was like, yeah, dude, you really play the odds. You know, yeah. there's 30, one team out of 32 that wins it all year. So. Yeah, Stephen A., there are times when he's like entertaining and insightful, but when he talks about the Cowboys, he's just kind of like annoying fanboy type of type of uh, commentator. So, uh, and I'm not yeah, even a he, Cowboys fan, but it's like he doesn't, <laughs> it's just like an I told you so. Yeah, he, he doesn't, doesn't give you win. analysis. And yeah. if they win, he goes, well, they're not going to win next week. Like he doesn't give proper analysis. And he says he does it because Cowboy fans are annoying. I'm like, you're as annoying as the Cowboys fans, Stephen A. Exactly. You know, so w- whatever, whatever. <laughs> but the fact that he has such a, like, such a toll on me, knowing when the Cowboys lose, because I know he's right most of the time, but just give analysis. Do that what you pay for. Don't don't be yelling at Jamie Foxx and your boys who are Cowboys fans. Anyway. Let's get Bayless ain't on your show anymore. Yeah, exactly. He ain't coming Cowboys through that so door much. with that Diet Mountain Dew anymore. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Well, let's get to some news. Extra, extra, late edition paper here. Uh, so, as we said, Jets and Browns, as we speak, and will be giving us uh, updates all night because I'm actually watching Arizona and Oklahoma in the Valero Alamo Bowl. I said to BTK before the show, I was like, I'm not watching this stupid Jets Browns game. I'm just not. Joe Flacco, what a story though. Uh, but let's go from Christmas night. The invincible San Francisco 49ers lose to the Ravens at home. Brock Purdy, four picks. He's human, guys. Yeah. Ando, Brett, talk to me. How did the the Niners were the only team in this league that seemed to be the best out of everyone. And then they don't, the Ravens come in and ruin the party. Yeah. Well, they did have that three game losing streak earlier. But other than that, Mm -hmm. they've been rolling and. And you know this may be the only, this may be the way to beat the Niners is to kind of jump on them early like through some mistakes, and and a lot of some of it was bad luck, tipped passes, that kind of thing, but right. the Ravens just were right there to take advantage of every little mistake, and they I mean they brought it man they were aggressive on both sides of the wall, um, so and you know they played their best and and they earned the win. They sure did. Ando, did you uh, Lombardi put this out there? And I was like, holy crap, something like what the, the Niners like 0 and 32 when losing in the fourth quarter. Like it's some crazy Mike Shanahan stat that yeah, I was goal, goal I, built I, I couldn't believe yeah. it. Yeah. Eight eight points or more deficit in the fourth quarter. He's he's oh and yeah, thirty or forty, whatever. Yeah, built and to- like three points, it's like one in thirty two or something. I forget. Built to but. play with the lead, yeah. The I think the biggest thing with the uh, with that game that not as many people are talking about is 
Brett Rock already mentioned it once, the three-game losing streak. There's something in common with that and with this game. When their three-game losing streak happened, Trent Williams got injured in game six against the Browns. They lost that game. They went on to lose in week seven to the Bengals and week eight to the Vikings. Trent Williams missed all three of those games. He came back. Mm. He got injured in that game this on Christmas, and they lost the game. I mean, they were already behind at that point, but Trent Williams and most of when Brock Purdy looks bad, it's when Trent Williams is not in the game. It's That's a great he, point. When, when he looked bad against the Vikings and they got those picks against him, Trent Williams was not mm-hmm. there. I mean, that Trent Williams might low-key be the actual MVP of that team. So if Unbelievable. He's, if he's not healthy, maybe that's the key because all their losses, him missing large chunks of those games or all of those games is a huge contributing factor. Well, that's like with the Eagles when Lane Johnson's out, mm-hmm. they lose. And with the Cowboys, as you saw against the Finns, when Tyron Smith is out, mm-hmm. they tend to lose. It, it's, you know, they – you know, three guys were out versus Arizona in week three, but it's just, it's amazing how one guy, I mean, granted they're potential hall of famers, yeah. probably the three of them are hall of famers, yeah. but it just goes to show you like, like I was even against, even against the bills, I was watching Tyron Smith and I'm like, man, he just, no one can get by him when he's mm-hmm. healthy, you know? And it's amazing how, like you said, like, especially with that old line, how, when, when stuff changes, it just changes the whole game. And maybe you're right. Maybe that's the key. And, and Purdy made mistakes. I mean, for the maybe second time this year. Yeah. Oh, well, breaking news. The Jets just have a pick six for a touchdown. 27-13. Oh. oh. It's not, gonna, it was a, they're going to be able to score. But Yeah. It looks like J-E-T-S, it's a tipped. Jets, Jets, Jets. Look, I think it's a tipped ball. Yep. Johnson, number eleven, Johnson picked, tipped it to himself and returned it for a touchdown. So, well, I'd rather be board. watching that than an Arizona field goal <laughs> in the Alamo Bowl. But yeah, no kidding. And you know the other thing about that San Francisco game too. Uh, before we get off of it, the Ravens played freaking awesome. I mean, they're yeah. playing the bet. Lamar looks like MVP Lamar again, and that they yeah they they might be the they might finally they're gelling at the right time because earlier in the season they were winning, but I didn't think they were winning. Like the way they won that game, they look dominant in that game. So maybe they are the team to beat right now. Well, you know, it's funny because, like, if they get the bye home field advantage, I mean, unless these Chiefs, these Dolphins, you know, get it together and see what's happening, get it together, uh, you know, they look primed to go. But, you know, anything can happen, of course. And, of course, we'll talk about later Ravens and Dolphins. I can't believe that game's this week. I was like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> but let's talk about the bathroom in the room. <laughs> so I was shocked when I saw this, that Russell Wilson has been benched. Now, the question is, will they release him next year? And everything's pointing towards that. Now, if they do, he counts $30 million against the cap next year and f- like a 35 and then $50 million the year later. And yeah, I think I saw 85 total over the two years, 85 total over the two years. And I was listening to, um, on the athletic podcast for a little bit, Chase Daniels was on there with, uh, Robert Mays and that, you know, they were talking about it and they, they all, but think that Russell's gone, but how were that, you know, Stidham's going to start and how funny last year, one of the, well, one of the reasons why they, they bench Russell Wilson because if he gets hurt in these next two games, there's like some ins- thing that kicks in where they owe him money 
And the same thing happened last year with uh, Derek Carr with the Raiders. They benched him the last two, and Stidham came in. So Stidham is the – if you have Stidham <laughs> on your roster, there's a good chance your quarterback's going to get benched with two weeks to go. Uh, and, but it's just – I guess, you know, the Broncos guys, they turned it on. They turned the season around, but they got whipped against Detroit, and now they're going downhill this week with another loss to the Patriots. That should have never happened, but it did. Um, and – Wow. I mean, so my question to you, Brett, will Russell Wilson get released? And I mean, I guess for Denver, if they're taking such a cap hit and they already got, they're already going to be over the cap, they would have to get rid of Cortland Sutton and a few players to get under. Uh, And and, and then I, I guess you draft someone and you go with Stidham. I mean, would Russell and would Russell Wilson go to the Falcons? I mean, what do you think, Brett? Like, where's Russell gonna go? <laughs> Man, I hope not. <laughs> I, I don't, he's yeah, I still think he's past his prime, and I wouldn't want I would not want to see him on my team, even though he's had some good games this year. Right. We need we need a future. I don't think he's going to be the future. Um, I do think that he's going to be released. It just, I th- just think the writing's on the wall. Um, I think Sean Payton wants to choose his own quarterback, which could be somebody in the draft, probably draft a quarterback, but they could trade for one as well. Um, and I don't think he's going to be playing these last two games because of the, uh, the, the, the trigger in his contract. So I think they kind of had it planned all along that if, if there was any way that they could bench him the last two games, that they were going to do it. Ando? Yeah, I think I think the same thing. I th- and I mean, I th- my guess is is that Peyton knows that even though they probably can make the playoffs, this team is not going to win a Super Bowl. They're not that good. They 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 could get in, and he might be smart enough guy to be like, you know what? Let's just let's bench him. We can save some of that money by the some of the other incentives that he was going to hit if he got injured or what. I don't exactly understand what it was, but it's obviously a yeah, I don't want deal. Yeah, I think and, it is. I mean, everything we've heard after he left Seattle, that, that he is not real great in the locker room and selfish and all these other things, if that's true, that why wouldn't that – it wouldn't surprise me if that was true here. If that's the case, why not bench him and have somebody else? I mean, it sounds like they told him this six, uh, three or four months ago that if you don't restructure your contract, we're going to bench you next at the end of the season so you don't get hurt. So, Oh, really? Yeah, I don't remember where I had seen that. Schefter or somebody had said something to the effect of they came to him a couple months ago and said, hey – if you don't restructure this, we're going to bench you eventually because we don't want you to get hurt because of whatever. However, that weird contract he has works. So right, right. So I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we'll see him play with somebody next year, but I don't think it's going to be the Broncos. I mean, whether it's, I mean, I think what I saw one of the betting sites actually has the Vikings as the favorites, and I pray to God that does not happen. <laughs> no. That I would, oh, no. I would not. You guys know my feelings on Russ. I have never, never, ever liked that guy. So I, I would kill me if he ended up here, but. I think he'll he'll latch on with one of those teams that's kind of stuck in no man's land, like the Commanders or somebody like that that needs right. a quarterback that is doesn't he doesn't grab one of the top ones in the draft and needs somebody that he'll, he might end up being a journeyman for the last few years of his career. I don't know. Touchdown Arizona! I, I'm telling you, I'm winning this pool, Ando. I I, I have a feeling. Well, I'm You're talking about my, the college pool, right? <laughs> yeah, the college pool. Okay, yeah, the NFL one. I'm done. 
I think I, I made my I run. I think I think I ran out of gas though this afternoon. So well, the SMU hurt you. Yeah, the well, SMU that, lost. That New Mexico SMU. State one really kicked me in the ass. Well, it was yeah. Just dumb, but. yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll get to that on the love seat. Yes, I don't mean yes. to distract you guys with an Arizona touchdown because no one has. I think maybe one person has Arizona in the pool, if that. But if not, no, nah, nobody does. Some Oklahoma, no, no one does. Okay, uh, no, two people do. That's right. Oh, two people do. But there's Oklahoma's in there. Anyway. Um, yeah, I, you know, and I, and I start thinking about the trade, the Seattle Denver trade, and it just goes to show you how stupid, I mean, they gave up so much, gave them a big contract and it just blew up in the Broncos face. I mean, I mean, I'm not going to say that, Hey, no, they shouldn't have done the trade because, you know, they thought they were a quarterback away. And, uh, but man, I mean, he just hasn't been good and to give him all that money and now they're going to release him out of 85 million of dead cap. I can't uh, remember. I cannot remember anybody saying at the time that that was a good trade. Like every, right, everyone right. I heard could not believe it. And it turns out it looks like everybody was right. Yeah. And usually everyone's not right, but yeah, this is, this is sad. I mean, maybe it could be a jet. He'll back up Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers plays maybe six plays next year, goes down, and then Russell Wilson takes over. Okay. Boy, Ru- so, there's not enough there's not enough limelight for those two guys <laughs> on the same roster. Yeah, no, there isn't. And I mean, Russell's gotta be some weird, unlikable dude. Because this stuff is really like I mean, you 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 hear Richard Sherman and Cam Chancellor and those guys talk about how they just Something with Russ and well, then him throwing the pick, of course, to the I, butler. I thought a lot about this here today because, like, in the last couple of days at, here in Vikings land, Justin Jefferson has been publicly stating he wants Kirk Cousins back, re-sign Kirk Cousins, I want him here. You don't hear right. any of Russ's wide receivers ever say anything about wanting him, whether it's DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett or whether it's right. Colin Sutton or any of these guys, nobody – Publicly, Marshawn Lynch, anybody that's ever played with him, nobody, you don't hear anybody yeah, saying Lynch. good things about him ever. Yeah. I mean, at first I thought they were just mad at him for throwing the pick and not handing off <laughs> to Marshawn against the yeah. Pats oh, yeah, in the Super Bowl. Sure. Yep. But there's there's much more deeper stuff. And then of course, when you're not when you're winning, all that stuff kind of gets swept under the rug. Yeah. And is like, hey, we're winning. But when you start losing, then it's, it, it, you know, it, forget it. Yeah, when, when lock- you put, well, you can put up with a lot of bullshit when you win. Yeah, split locker rooms don't don't win. Now, have you guys heard about this Zaire Alexander Green Bay <laughs> coin toss bullshit? Uh huh. Yes. So, so is it J- Zaire Alexander or is that how you pronounce Jair. it? Zaire. With a a J. With a J, yeah. So I guess what happened is going out for the coin toss, he made himself the captain without telling anyone, and he went out there, and it was the flip. They won it, and he goes, we want to be on defense, which means (laughs) by not deferring to the second half to get the ball, if you say, I'm on defense, then you don't get the ball for two for both kickoffs and it was just bizarre weird and he has no remorse 
And so they deactivated him, and I think he's done for the year. What the fudge is going on? <laughs> it's, what do you guys? If you well, it, what, was he deactivated or just suspended? Suspended, I think. Yeah, oh, I was, think it suspended? He was just suspended for a game? Oh, okay, okay. I wasn't sure if it was the Keyshawn Johnson thing. Yeah, he's not. Like, he's not playing against the Vikings this weekend. But yeah, it's if you watch the, okay, like the pre- his, he like does an interview after the game, and he he sounds. I don't, it sounds like he's playing a practical joke or something. It just he, I don't. He doesn't seem right. I don't know. It's just it's very strange. It's is uh, he getting into Antonio Brown land? Not no, not, no. not not that. <laughs> I mean, okay. not that way. But it's just it's very. It's like he was thinking like what I did wasn't a big deal and da da da. da. It's just fine and it's we're it's all fun out here. We're having fun and it's just a very strange. <laughs> well, I don't think he. I don't think he got it. I think it went over his head. He yeah. didn't understand that he did anything wrong. I think you're right. So well, what a yeah, what a banana. I mean, Jesus, you got your Tommy DeVito debacle, the pizzeria. Now you got and Jair. You know, the, the Packers don't really need him. I mean, he only shut down Justin Jefferson when they played earlier this season. They don't really need him to play this week against them. So the Packers, <laughs> Jefferson right. hardly had anything against Alexander this last time when they played him in like week three or. Week four, whatever that was. So, and mm-hmm. now he's out this weekend. So, oh, we also have another breaking uh, score update. Browns have oh. scored again. Joe Flacco touchdown, thirty-four to fourteen. Jesus, is is Amari Cooper playing? Cooper is out. Okay, so he didn't. Cause, yeah, and speaking of Amari Cooper, he freaking destroyed one of my freaking. I I was the best team all league in one of my fantasy leagues. And we play for two weeks. I'm up by like 20 going into the second week. Everything is great. And then Amari Cooper decided to have 11 receptions, 265 yards, and two touchdowns. And ruined my fa- I mean, how did the hell? Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like, really? Seriously? Uh, so yeah, One yeah, of my leagues so- I was playing against, he scored 50-plus points in one of my leagues I was playing against him. Yeah, 50-plus points. Ended my season. Well, um, and I, I think Flacco is doing that tonight because it's the first half is not even over, and Flacco has two ninety six and three touchdowns. Jesus, what they, they are shredding the Jets right now, Brett? What can you explain this Joe Flacco renaissance? Have you ever seen no, anything like no, this? I can't. Well, he was on the Jets last year, right? And he's right. Yeah. Yeah, he so had the one good comeback against the Browns when they won, when when I thought that the 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 Browns had won, and then in like a minute and thirteen seconds, he scored like two tu- two touchdowns or something, and they ended up winning. It was some crazy game, but what the is it? I can't. What the hell is going on out there? Hey, I, I don't know. I, I, it's it is it's fascinating. I you mean, know, he's it's an, he's an example of a quarterback who who's been in the league forever. So he, you don't have to worry about like the learning curve with him. We just right. thought that his physical abilities had diminished, but I don't know. Maybe he did some training in the off season or something. Or this, I mean, this coaching staff. Well, no, we've talked about this before too. The coaching staff obviously knows how to use him. I mean, that's part yeah. of it. the only the only other person I could think of that's even closely resembled this is Randall Cunningham. When he basically left the Philadelphia yeah. Eagles, retired, 
the Vikings pull out of retirement. But the difference there is he had Randy Moss and Chris Carter to throw to. And Robert right. Smith, I mean, he had an awesome offense around him. The Browns lost Chubb. Cooper's not playing tonight. I mean, that's not the same as Randy Moss and Chris Carter and Jake Reed. No, it isn't. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't. it's just nuts. The Flacco thing is nuts. Yeah, no, it really is. Yeah. I, I just, I, you know, if it wasn't for Hamlin dying on the field, uh, he hasn't played much this year for the Bills. I mean, Flacco would be comeback player of the year. Yeah, I mean, you know, I have to I, give it to him. Him or maybe, uh, maybe Baker? between him and Baker. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Ma Baker. Yeah, I mean, he's on a nice hot stretch. Um, ah, I just I can't explain. I mean, I know quarterback play is so bad right now. Maybe it's just <laughs> the way it is, the way the NFL is now. Uh, a guy like Flacco just comes in and just just can play. If he gets protection, he just can play. I mean, maybe that's what, you know, Tom Brady lasted for so long. It just, it's just, but, it, but it's remarkable because Flacco was never this good. I mean, he had that run when they won the Super Bowl where he was unbelievable in the playoffs. Yeah. But he was never, I don't remember him being this great. Um, Not since just, that one run, Super Bowl run. Right, right. So, yeah. I, I I just can't explain it. Like when you say Joe Flacco, I mean, you know, I think of him on the Jets getting killed, and I, I just it, it's it's I think it's one of the most underrated sports stories this year, <laughs> and it needs to get more traction because the Browns are going to the playoffs with their fourth quarterback, <laughs> and they paid Deshaun all that money, and I'm like, sign Flacco and I. Ride, ride the wave. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Hey. Well, we're going to hear a lot more if they start winning in the playoffs. We're definitely going to hear a lot about it. So. Well, yeah. If they, if they can make a run in the playoffs the way the Chiefs are down, Jacksonville's down, you know, Miami is beatable. Uh, I mean, I want to see Browns-Ravens in the playoffs at some point. Oh, God. We have to war. see it. Yes, that would be amazing. Like in the NFC – if the Rams play the Lions, yep. those are two storylines we have to see. Oh, that that is must see TV <laughs> on Peacock. That would be perfect. Well, yeah. speaking of Peacock, another blow to your Vikes, Ando. TJ Hawkinson done for the year. Another Vikings injury. It's funny when they on the red zone when they do the the bottom line there, the ESPN yep. two thing. They they had him as a Detroit player. Oh God! Yeah, they had the Detroit. It was like the injury TJ Hawkinson out, and it was under Detroit's like line. Like mm-hmm. they f- totally for anyway. So let's move on. The Vikings lose a tough one of the Lions, thirty to twenty four. The Lions win their first division title since nineteen ninety three when I was in my prime. Uh, so let's talk Vikings Lions, Ando. Well, I mean, it's kind of like I think I had texted you guys something to the effect of it. It sucked, but I mean, it. Sh- I was under no with all the injuries. I was under no delusion that these guys were going anywhere. I mean, just when I think back at it, Jefferson missed half the season. Addison might not play the rest of the season. He gets questionable. He got hurt. Cousins out for the year. Acres out for the year. Hawkinson out for the year. Their their second DJ Wanham. They're like their second best pass rusher they've had all year. Got injured. He's out for the year now this week too. I mean. Mm-hmm. 
They're they're seven and eight and eight one score losses, and most of that's just because of stupid turnover. It's one of those what if years. I hate what if years because it, it's depressing, but at the same time, it's like you know, it's they're not. Like I said they're not going to go anywhere with the quarterbacking they have with Mullins. I mean, Mullins throws for four hundred yards, two touchdowns, but four picks. He should have had mm. two more picks. There was one dropped and a penalty that they overturned one, and he had two fumbles that his offensive lineman recovered. I mean, the guy's a walking turnover machine. So it's just I don't. The only good thing about it is Jefferson looked to be at full strength again. He had a couple amazing oh, catches again. Some of those catches Ando were. I mean, That's, you even texted like he's a freaking alien or whatever. Yeah, you said. the guy is a beast. I mean, it's just oh man, it just. I really hope they resign Cousins next year if they don't draft a quarterback that can play right away because he needs right. he just need the weapons that Vikings have. Well, and Hawkinson's ACL and MCL, so he might not even be back for the beginning of the year. But uh, I don't know. It's that that one just sucks too because they just signed him to a nice contract extension. And yeah, but we're gonna see the kids start again. Jaron Hall this week, second start of the year. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. He's supposedly over his concussion that he got the last time he played. And a fun fact: he's playing against Jordan Love, and he's actually older than Jordan Love. So oh, Jesus. Well, going on those BYU missions. Yeah, BYU yeah. And, and all the weird <laughs> knows about that. And, oh, oh, whoa, hey, oh. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa. So I guess, I guess for me, it's the, the, the sooner we put the Viking season to bed might be the better at this point because we're not going to have anybody left walking. So I don't know. That, that's about all I have to say about the Vikings this for this week. You know, I give you credit, though. You're a diehard Vikings fan, and you watch every game, and you just, you know – and, you know, it, like, like even Axel has mentioned this. Wow. That dog's going crazy in my freaking hallway. Um, you know, it, it, it's, it's just like last year they had all those close games that they won and then mm-hmm. lost to the stupid giants. And this year it's like, Oh, that, what if because of all the injuries and the way the NFC is, had they, had they been fully healthy, they were, they, I mean, I predicted them to be last in the division, but that defense has been much better than we ever thought. Well, and, and that was you know, that was my big sh- hope for because I picked them to win the division because my big hope was the offense would be the same or similar, and the defense mm-hmm. with Flores would be even even a little bit better would turn the team into a much better team just because the defense has been so bad the last couple of years. Well, the right, defense part right. got right; it's just the offense got hurt. And like got hurt. Say that even though Trent Williams was gone in that 49ers game, they looked like an awesome team that game. And they were firing at all cylinders. And then Cousins get hurt gets hurt the next game. So it's yeah. it really even Ugh. that's the weird thing about it. Even though that team against the 49ers was, I think they were what were they, four and four or something at the time, or three and four or something. And that was already more losses than they had had all last year. I already felt that this was a better team than the one that only had three losses last year or four losses. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 frustrating, but at the same time, I mean, <laughs> frustrating is Vikings football. That's kind of the name of the game. So I, it is what it is, I guess. And it's still the future does still look good. So we'll see what happens if they yeah cousins and, I, and whatever. And I think you got the best one of the best young coaches in the game. Yes, I agree. Uh, I, I I absolutely have been super impressed with Chris O'Donnell this season. Um, <laughs> oh. Kevin O'Connell or Kevin, Con- I, yeah, no, seriously, like <laughs> I actually, I, I like him a lot. He's like my favorite coach, I think, in the league. Well, um, to, getting to where they are right now with the injuries they've had, it's pretty, 
pretty amazing. And being in every game, it's not like they're, it's not, right. they haven't had any of those games like they had last year when they lost a couple of games, one to the Cowboys, where they just got stomped. There wasn't any of those stomping games this year. Every game was close, no. even the losses. So, a lot of turnovers, though. Yeah, that's the Too problem. Many. Well, that's, there you go. Yep. And speaking of turnovers, Brett knows about turnovers with his Falcons. However, this week, Heineken gets back in the lineup. Of course, I bet him to throw one interception because, you know, why not? And, of course, I lose that effing bet. And the Falcons, <laughs> as you called it, Brett, the Falcons would screw everything up as they crushed the Colts 29-10, to 10, and your Falcons give you that little bit of hope. So what's going on with, with uh, your sources in Atlanta? Well, I mean, we didn't turn the ball over this game. So yeah, there you go. I, yeah, great job. That's all it takes. This so. is the kind of game that I feel like they they could have played every game this way all year long, playing against bad or backup quarterbacks or rookie quarterbacks and, and not great teams. And they were in every single game, but they just turned the ball over way too much. And they oh, lost yeah. most of those games. But this is the kind of game where they didn't turn the ball over. They still left some points on the field. They were 0 for 3 in, in the red zone. Koo had five field goals, but their defense played pretty solid, as they have for the most part all year long, with the exception of some fourth-quarter drives, um, some untimely uh, poor defense in, in games that shouldn't have been that close anyway. Um, they just kind of put it all together, and maybe Taylor Heineke, I mean, he deserves a lot of credit. He looked pretty good. He he got everybody involved. Bijan had a good game. Um, he got, he just he spread the ball around. It, it's like I don't know if it's, it's almost like Arthur Smith trusted him more than Ritter, and which is I don't I don't know I don't know why the game plan would be that different, but you know maybe maybe that just speaks more towards Ritter's abilities than anything. Um, but yeah, just a solid all-around game. And I I do believe yeah. that Terry Bradshaw dropped a Taylor Heineken at halftime. I think he actually said that <laughs> on air. I didn't hear it, but I had a couple of people text it to me. So yeah, oh, he, he finished twenty-three the for thirty-three, two twenty-nine yards, one TD, no picks. Bijan twelve carries, seventy-two yards. So. Um, we had 229 passing yards, 177 rushing yards. It was also very well balanced there, too. So it's a good game. Hey. Now, what is what are the Falcons? I mean, of course, they need Tampa to lose to the, the Saints, but it, do they They don't play Tampa in the last week, do they? No, they play the Saints in the final okay. week. So it's, they're still way behind the eight ball as far as making the playoffs. Um, right. They could they could win out and finish nine and eight, and they still probably wouldn't get in unless Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay might need to lose two more times. Oh, uh, okay. okay. Um, yeah, because they they don't have the conference tiebreaker. So even though they would have this, they would they split with Tampa and they would have the same divisional record. It would, it would go to the conference record. That's where they would right. miss out on those tiebreakers. Uh, okay. Well, 
So still a very long shot. I think you're going to have to carry the flag for us in the playoffs. Solo. <laughs> well, yes, the Cowboys have clinched, but they lost a tough one of to the Dolphins, 22 to 20. Uh, and I lost the Lachlan bet. Yes. Uh, Lachlan, I owe him a jersey. And it's funny. I talked to Lachlan the other day. And he wanted a Gronk jersey, but he goes, my dad won't allow me to have a Patriots Gronk jersey. <laughs> so if there's a Tampa Bay one and the guy we buy from doesn't have a Tampa Bay Gronk, so he may be getting a DK Metcalf <laughs> jersey. Um, surprised Ooh. he didn't want any other, like a, a chain or, you know, these kids. Yeah, some of the new guys. Yeah, yeah young kids. Um, but... You know, the Cowboys, they have a a great drive, score a touchdown, take the lead, and the defense just couldn't stop the Finns on the final drive, and they kick a game-winning field goal. Uh, I was on the first drive. I'm like, I'm buying a Hunter Luke jersey, and then he fumbles (laughs) on the goal line. I'm like, okay, I canceled that order. Uh, Yeah. it wasn't like the worst game in the world. Like the Cowboys played well. There was in the middle there. They just couldn't get anything going in the offense. I think had they scored that touchdown in the opening drive, uh, they, you know, would have been a different game. But again, that's just how the Cowboys is. A couple of plays are the difference. And I just, I just can't get over how there is no holding calls called against the other team, oh. <laughs> against the Cowboys. And, of course, Micah Parsons is, you know, that pass in a, that roughing the passer call that changed the game, that kind of sucked. But yet the Dolphins had one that didn't really look like a rough in the passer. Uh, it, just, it just sucks because this was a game the Cowboys could have won on the road. And, uh, you know, they still have a chance to win that NFC East going into this game. And it just seems like they're just, I don't know if they're not good enough. I don't know. They're going to have to go on the road. They would have to win three road games to get to a Super Bowl. Doubt that's happening. Um, but eh, it was a tough loss. Uh, I don't have too much to say about it. Uh, other than, again, I just wish the Cowboys had better running backs, as I've been preaching since July, even before I went to that Czech hot kitchen and was watching I think that games. Was, I think you were talking about that back on our draft spectacular that we did. Didn't I we was. we do a draft episode? I think we did. <laughs> yeah. So... Well, move on. <laughs> uh, yeah, can I say something I, about the roughing the passers, though? Because sure. n- neither one of those was roughing the passer. And if they're going to yeah. call it so ticky-tack, they're working, they're working against their own philosophy because guys are just going to end up crushing the quarterback if they're going to be flagged for it anyway. Yeah. I mean, there was, a, there was a bad one in the Vikings game, too. I was going to ask you guys should against the Vikings, the, uh, do you guys think that – uh, that should NPI pass interference calls should be reviewable. Well, they did it the one year where they can challenge it, but they would never overturn anything. Yeah, because they were they. I don't know. It was like they were like the refs were like anti. Like, I mean, there was there were there were times where 
it just looked like it should be overturned and they didn't even overturn it. So, I mean, yeah, I think they should be, but they're, but they tried that and, and it, I they forgot that they, they tried it before. They never overturned anything. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough with judgment calls like that. I, yeah. I just feel like they think it's a judgment call and it's up to the right. referee and the referee's going to be reprimanded after the game. If he misses one or if he calls one, he shouldn't have, it, they would be better off investing in full-time referees. Oh, yeah. I, to I, fix I stuff like that. A hundred percent on that. Yeah. Well, there is yeah. some, uh, uh, potential. This is not around the couch news, but since we are a sports podcast, there is some potential around the hoop news. The <laughs> Detroit Pistons are tied in overtime with the mighty Boston Celtics try, trying to snap a 28-game losing streak. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Or a 27-game yeah, losing streak. The longest yeah. 27 games, longest in NBA history. They are currently tied with the mighty Celtics in at Boston. Interesting little. Remember wow. yeah, Celtics, football. <laughs> well, the Celtics were favored by 17 and a half. Oh, and I was are like, they resting I starters? Uh, Jalen Brown's the only one not playing, so I think it's just one of those games where it's Detroit, Detroit at home, and yeah, De- Detroit yeah, was up by twenty at one time. Oh, oh shit. man, yeah, it's psychological. They didn't even show. They didn't even practice before the game. Yeah, they, they were, were up by were just like a, they were up by nineteen <laughs> at the half. So. <laughs> Wow, this will just be even a more crushing defeat if they lose. That's the sad thing. Well, anyways, back to football. <laughs> yeah, back to football. Uh, so let, let's. I know Axel's not here, but let's talk his Jets. I know his Jets are getting killed by the Browns right now. Do we have an update, Ando? It is, Second half is about to start, I believe. Yep, right? it is still thirty-four to seventeen. 17. Yep. yep. Oh, I might regain my first place lead. Uh, so the Jets <laughs> dominate the commies. <laughs> they they lose the lead and almost lose the game. They ended up winning thirty to twenty eight. Um, Brees Hall had a great game. Uh, okay, oh, sorry, my wife's texting me. She's on her way home. So I, you know, <laughs> and and I, I changed her ringtone. And every time she texts me, it goes da na 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 na. Yeah, so anyway, so I hear the I know she's on her way home. So the Jets, I mean, they should just be losing games, but they were up big by the commies. They let them back in. It's just what what a mess both those franchises are. It's, it was kind of like the Patriots game, and they're kicking a field goal to win the game at the end of the game. Like, what are you guys doing yeah. here? You're not going anywhere. Lose the game. I just, I don't I get know. Chad Ryland, who's been awful yeah. and missed field goals and everything, and then he hits a, what, a 56 yarder to beat <laughs> the Broncos? Just insane. I mean, why are you kicking field goals? I mean, I don't know. And that's the thing with Belichick. I mean, is he gone next year? There's rumors he's leaving. So is he just saying "f you"? I don't. I want to win, get some more wins to try to pass Shula. I mean, I. I mean, I. I don't know. I don't know what's happening with the Belichick thing in New England, whether he's going to leave or not. But yeah, yeah, that's that was crazy. But the yeah, I don't. I'm I'm shocked that the, I didn't watch any of that game, so I was surprised following it. Just following it the, on the ticker. Yeah. 
Uh, anyway, so <laughs> Jets win. Yay, yay. Um, all right. Power rankings. I'm not going to release my full power rankings till next week, but I did drop my top 10. That could be controversial. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying it could be controversial. Um, so I have a number one of the Ravens, number two, still the Niners, three Dolphins, four Cowboys. Number five, I have the Bills. Number six, the Lions, seven Browns, eight Eagles, nine Chiefs, ten Rams. So talk to me, guys. Any, uh, I know, I, I just feel the Bills are going to, I feel they can make a run with this weak AFC. I just I don't know. I have them high. Maybe at Kellum. I mean, Kellum's happy, but I don't know if you guys are. Any any comments on the top ten? The Bills look good. I mean, they it might not be. I can't really argue with it because the teams below there, the Bills have been more consistent in the last month than the teams below. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Browns might be moving up now. I mean, do, I mean, granted, it's the Jets tonight, but. The Browns have put together a nice string of games now, too, with Flacco. So I just, I don't know. And I mean, the Ravens, I have to put the Ravens at one just because they won. But I still think if the 49ers are fully healthy, I still think they're the team to beat. But the Ravens have showed they are probably a solid number two at this point, if not number one. So, right. I think I would put the Niners one, Ravens two. Um, oh, Niners one? Yeah. Even though they lost? Yeah. I still think they're the better team. Wow. PTK. Even though I got the Ravens in the Super Bowl in my preseason pick. Um, <laughs> another one of my preseason know. picks is Stafford as play, uh, comeback player of the year. So I don't know if that's Ooh. still a possibility, but I like how the Rams have been playing lately. So I like that you, you have them sneaking in the top ten there. Yeah. I, well, I mean, they've been playing the better Ra- than the Chiefs and the and – the, uh, Eagles lately, so yeah, I think the Rams are scary. They could really um, pose a threat to if they play the Lions or the Eagles mm-hmm. in the playoffs. I really, you know, they're just all of a sudden. I, I mean, they're just playing well, and I like McVeigh. McVeigh, yeah. you know, he knows what he's doing, and Stafford. I mean. The thing we've said the whole year too, they've got a team that's got a quarterback that knows how to play the position. That's gonna right. that might be all it takes to get to the playoffs and then it, once you're in the Seriously. playoffs. Seriously, the way the quarterback position is so bad with all the injuries and stuff, it's like, you know, if you have a healthy quarterback that's been there before, you know. Well, because really, if you look at this whole top ten, every team has got a court beside with the exception of Purdy, has got a quarterback that's still started for multiple years in the NFL. Granted, right. I mean, Jared Goff isn't exactly a Hall of Fame kind of guy, but he's played quarterback for a long time. He knows how to play the position. He got to a Super Bowl. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, it's – and Flacco, same thing. He's well past his prime, but he's a professional guy. I mean, he knows he knows how to play the position. It's Maybe that is just yeah. going to end up whoever's whoever's got quarterbacks left is the guy <clears> who, get, who goes the furthest. Seriously. Brad, are you hey, upset you- I don't have the Falcons in the top ten? Eh, a little bit, but uh, I'll get over it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, Baker Mayfield is clearly the best quarterback in the NFC South, so um, it's no <laughs> surprise that they're winning the NFC South right now. 
Yeah, that's who would have thought that was going to be the case. Well, a lot of people had the Saints. Yeah. You know, preseason. Oh, Derek Carr, blah, blah, blah. I think and that's I, why I, I picked it, the Saints to win it because I think Carr's easily the best quarterback in that division. So they're easily going to win it, is what was my logic. I think me and Brett, you and I had the Falcons to win it. Yes. Yeah, we did. I had the Panthers to win it right after the NFL draft, but uh, yeah, you did. By the time the season started, (laughs) it changed my mind. It's okay. It's okay. You get some digs about that, but uh, Bryce Young should should have just went to the XFL. I mean, come on. Um, But yeah, no, it's you know, yeah, the Buccaneers. Like I know. The Cowboys are on a collision course with the Bucks, and I know last year the Bucks weren't playing well, and the Cowboys went in and destroyed them, even though it was Tom Brady. I don't, I you know, I'm kind of like I think the Cowboys should beat the Bucks uh, in the wild card round, but you never know. I don't know. Uh, I, who who the hell knows? The Bucks have been. I mean, they've been playing. They, they're definitely improved from where they were earlier in the season. Yeah. So. All right, let's move on to what everybody is waiting for is, you know, we stroll into Ando's cave. I mean, he lives in Minnesota, not a cave, but he does have a cave <laughs> in Minnesota. And we'll go over last week's uh, results, and then we'll start picking the games this week. Well, for the first time in a long, long time, we have some changes at the top. Yes, we do. At least for the next, I don't know, hour and a half, Axel and Heath will be tied <laughs> for the lead. So by the time you're hearing this podcast, the lead will have changed, most likely back to Heath in the lead. But as of right now, they are both tied for the lead with 123 wins. Brett is two games behind at 121, and I'm four games behind at 119. So I'm at make it or break it here. I really have to have two good weeks to finish, or I'm 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 not as far back as I thought I was going to be, but... I, I did not have a real good week. Last week, actually, another big week, 11 and 5. Solo was 8 and 8, and Brett and I were both 7 and 9. So it was, as far as picks, was there a lot of Revis Islands? I don't think there was a lot. Brett had the Texans and the cards wrong. I had the Ravens, the Ravens right. right. Yep, you had the Ravens right. Yeah. I think I think that was the only three, wasn't it? I don't see anybody I had, else. I had the Falcons correct as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, you yeah, yeah the, one Falcons. the Falcons. I was so, surprised I, like I was eight and eight because I wrote down my picks wrong and forgot I had a couple of teams. <laughs> I thought I was like six and whatever, but I guess there were two wins in there. I I wrote down wrong. Well, that's uh, yeah. Well, Axel really gained a lot in the last the second half of the weekend. The three of us all did pretty poor. I lost the last four games solo. You lost four out of the last five, and Brett lost five oh. out of the last six. So it was. Oof. We all struggled after, after after those early games on Sunday. It was it was rough. It was that damn eggnog? You know? Exactly. You know what it was? The Eagles and the Chiefs. They just disappointed me. I mean, what the hell? Oh, the Ch- well, the Eagles. Game. I cannot believe how bad I. I'm I'm losing a lot of faith in that. Well, both those teams, but the Eagles even. Well, both of them. It just that was not. Yeah, and the Chiefs the imploding on the sidelines and. Yeah, the, the Chiefs could get knocked out. If imagine if we get Bills Chiefs in the first round, oh. I, I'm all in on Ooh. Bills <laughs> beating them. That would yeah. be amazing. 
Well, Celtics are up six with uh, 15 seconds left. Oh, no. Oh, well. So sorry, Detroit. That's it was bound right. to happen. Yep. <laughs> Detroit ain't winning again. Oh, that's so bad, though. Oh, what the tough. hell? That is tough, tough, tough. They've got a couple top five draft picks on that team, too. It's tough. Anyways, let's get back yeah. to back to the sport of football. Was there any other things about last week that anybody wanted to talk about before we start the pick for this week? All right. Let's start the uh, picture. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I, yeah, I don't think so. We'll talk about them so. as we make our picks. Yeah. Um, yeah. you know, it was, you know, it was football overload. It was. How much how much of this last weekend did you guys watch? Like actual games, the whole games or in and out or what what were you I was kind of in and out most of the week because I had family stuff going on a lot of times. So yeah. I, I think the yeah. only game I fully sat down and watched was the Vikings, but everything else. I watched a quarter here, a quarter there, or a drive here, or a half here kind of a thing. Well, I watched most of the 49ers game, too, but just because everybody else was passed out from overload of food and alcohol at that point. But, well, not my Yeah, kids. I watched a lot of Saturday. Sunday, of course, I, I was home alone, so I watched everything, except mm-hmm. I didn't watch Broncos-Pats. And then on Christmas Day, I watched the Chiefs game most of the Eagles game, but I did not see the Ravens Niners game. Mm. So that was one I actually have recorded that I I still haven't watched. Um, because I, at that point I was like, I got to spend some time with my wife. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> it's, it, 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 it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to get divorced if I don't. So <laughs> that was kind of my, my exact thing where I could, plus with college sprinkled in there too. I couldn't do the whole thing. Well, yeah. Have, and the college bowls. How much have you been watching Brett? I watched all the games on Christmas day, Monday. Okay. Um, I was, I was kind of in and out on Sunday. So yeah, um, we can talk about bowl games. The one we get to the, when we get to the love seat too. We I get think. to the good old love seat. Yeah. Which is, you know, America's favorite segment. Yeah, it's, um, it's rapidly rising. Also, it's got a cult following. <laughs> and the Jets just had a field goal blocked, by the way. So it's still, <laughs> still 34 to 17. Ouch. Uh, what covering? I'm regaining first place, baby. Excellent <laughs> well, had a nice run for four days. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, this week, week 17. All right. The order this week is going to be Andy, Brett, Heath, Axel, Axel is calling in remotely. And since we already have the Jets and the Browns playing, we decided those picks earlier. The Browns were favored by seven. The three of us have the Browns, and Axel has the Jets. So our first game of the week is a Saturday night, and they're billing this as Monday night on Saturday night. So it's the Monday night crew. They're no Monday night game because of National College football playoffs. So... At least I think the playoffs. Is the playoffs on Monday night or Saturday? Yeah, Sunday? the last two, the yes. Rose okay. and the yep. Sugar. So those are Sunday yeah. or Monday night, so there's no Monday night football game. So the Monday night team will be in Dallas on Saturday night. All right, Troy and Joe Buck. Detroit at 11-4, and four, at Dallas 10-5. and five. Cowboys are favored by 5.5, and, and it was a little bit higher than this. The, the spread has, gone, has narrowed up just a little bit. But I am going to take the Cowboys here. I think the Cowboys need a win here more. The Lions are going to be have a little winning hangover, and the Cowboys on at home are almost unstoppable. So I'm taking the Cowboys. I agree with you, Ando. 
Um, I like the word hangover there. The Lions have, you know, for first division title in 30 years, maybe there's a slight letdown. Also, Dallas plays much better at home. Give me the Cowboys. Yeah, as much as I want to take the Lions here in the points, I, I think the Lions pretty much are the three seed. I don't think they're going to pass the Eagles or the Niners. Um, they can play for it, but I, I do think there will be a little let down by the Lions. Um, I wonder if the Cowboys can shut down the Lions running game, uh, but I, I got to believe the Cowboys are going to bounce back at home make a statement game, really be up for this game to go into, you know, against Washington and most likely with Philly beating Arizona, uh, there will be the fifth seed. So they'll probably rest a lot of their guys the second half of the, the, the commies game. Give me the Cowboys, Ando, as well. Okay, and this from Axel, but he has a note, uh, a note to start off. It says, Lachlan, Lachlan helped me with all of my picks this week. And nice. on, his, on his first game for the Jets and the Browns, he said, Lachlan said I should take the Browns, but I took the Jets, and then he changed his mind. Greece. So he went against his son, and he's yep. losing. <laughs> oh, that's a great start. And that's for the Lions, at, the Lions and the Cowboys, he says, Cowboys kind of need this game for any chance to make – for any chance to make the playoffs, if Eagles, oh, no, if Eagles that's stumble, wrong. yeah, if, I think what he meant to that say is, is the division. If the, if Eagles stumble, yeah, come on, Axel, get it right. Buddy. We are taking the boys for solo. Go solo, you demand. Uh-oh. Sorry, Uh-oh. one, Mike. The Lions are better off taking this one lately. <laughs> so Axel does take the Cowboys as well. Okay, all right, he's back in my good graces. Next up, Bray, and you know what? We have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten games early on Sunday this week. So almost all the action That's is ridiculous. early Sunday and only three late games on Sunday. And then the Sunday That's night game. stupid. So, yeah. And these three late games aren't like the crew de gras. No, there's like, nothing really. That, there's a couple that might be okay, but they're if not. If Joe anything. Burrow was still playing for the Bengals, the, yeah. you know, the Bengals Chiefs would be. A, yeah, um, that'd be a prime game, but yeah. That'd be a big time. But, uh, well, so, I guess I know what we're doing late afternoon. Yep. Well, nap time for the Theobald household. So, yeah, and Centazos. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, Brett, we've got the four and eleven Patriots at the nine and six Bills. Bills by thirteen. That is a really big spread. Um, as Axel would say, this is a divisional game, and <laughs> those tend to be hard fought games. Patriots coming off a little victory on the road at Denver. I think they can keep it within 13. Give me the Patriots plus 13. You know, normally I would take the Bills here because I think they're the superior team, but 13 is just too high of a number. The Pats are actually playing really well. Um, I know, you know, the Bills dominated the Cowboys and then that game against the Chargers. I mean, they barely won. Uh, Granted, you know, I know they were traveling and they're coming off an emotional win at home, but you're going against Easton Stick and you only win by two. However, I still think the Bills will win, but I'm taking the Patriots and the points as well. Um, I know I stated weeks ago that I would never take the Patriots again, and then the next <laughs> week I did. Um, Brett <laughs> called me out on that. 
Uh, but 13 is just too high. Uh, I'll take the points. Lachlan insists we take the Bills, but I think this is a divisional matchup, Brett. <laughs> and the Pats will keep it closer, but still go home crying because they lost and they suck. Sorry, Lachlan. Dad says no. He takes the Pats as well. Wait, wait, wait. So he, he's getting <laughs> Lachlan help. But he's going against Lachlan. I, is this just his way of trash talking Lachlan because the Dolphins are so much better than the Jets this year? I'm not sure. Maybe it's like, I'll take Lachlan, your advice, but I'm not going to use it. You know what, Maybe. Lachlan? You know what, uh, Brett? You know what we should do next year is have Lachlan do his own picks and include him. <laughs> That's. In- I was going to say maybe we should add a column to the sheet this week to see how uh, Axel versus Lachlan does. <laughs> That's okay, so Lachlan do. Lachlan took the Browns right. Yeah, I guess Lachlan he took, took the, the Cowboys, yep. and then and he's he, taking and, the Bills. And he wants the Bills, yep. Okay, so we're going to keep track. I'm going to keep track on here to see what Lachlan does. <laughs> I think that's a good idea. Okay. Oh, you know what we can do? I can I can create a new – here. I'll, I'll write it in the doc right now. So he took okay, the Browns. Cool. I assume he took the Cowboys because it didn't say anything. Yep, there was no it. differential there. And he took the Bills. The Bills. Lachlan's going to go undefeated. You watch. There we go. Okay, now <laughs> we got her set. I am also okay, going to take cool. the Pats. The Bills, 13 points is way too much. That's just, I think the Bills are going to win, but it's not going to be by that much. Um, Next up, solo, we have Brett's Atlanta Falcons going to the Windy City. Bears Ooh. are favored by three. I like this matchup. Um, Falcon screwed me last week. <laughs> I, I've overrated the Falcons this year. I just, I don't know. I feel like the Falcons could win this game. However, you know, three points isn't the end-all, be-all. But I think this will be a close game. Well, shit. <laughs> Lachlan, what are you taking? Um, I guess. <laughs> I don't. I have no idea. I, I, honestly, honestly, uh, you know, I'm going to go with the Bears just because the Falcons screw me every year. The Falcons need to win this game to try to stay in playoff contention because they could still get a wild card. If things break their way. Oh, that's true. They can um, still get a wild card. I mean, they could technically still win the division, but I think the Bucks would have to lose to two, which includes the Panthers in their final game. Right. But they're tied with a bunch of teams just out of play uh, the seven seed wild card playoffs. Didn't spot, they kind so. of struggle with the Panthers last time? So it'll be a revenge game. Mm. Did the Bucks and Panthers? No, uh, the, pa- the Panthers play? and the. I thought you said the Falcons played the Panthers or the Bucks do. Oh, uh, the Bucks play the Panthers. Oh, the okay, week. okay. Yeah. I was mistaken. I thought you said. I thought you meant the Falcons. Yeah. Never mind then. I wasn't clear. <laughs> yeah. So if the Bucks lose two, they would have to lose to the Saints this week and the Panthers next week, which is and they're gonna lose to the Panthers, Brett, because they're the last. Panthers and Giants are the last two teams in my pool I have left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, next up. Oh, we got. So, who did you Axel. take? Who did you take? Oh, oh yeah, Axel. we. I got it. Yep, I'm going to Axel. I'm sorry, I was mistaken. Oh. Okay, Lachlan says the Falcons have a lot of good players. 
They have Bijan Robinson. Yeah, baby. Due to this fact, we will be taking the Bears because Justin Fields is playing very well. Sorry, Brett. Wait, so, wait what? Okay, I'll read so this again. Go against Lachlan yeah. again. Lachlan says the Falcons have a lot of good players. They have Bijan Robinson. Due to this fact, we will be taking the Bears. <laughs> because Justin Field is playing so well. Sorry, Brett. So that to me, that reads like Lachlan wanted to take Falcons, but what do you guys think? Yeah, no, he wants to take the Falcons. That's kind of what I thought, too. So we'll write that but he down. He said we Falcons. would be taking the Bears. Is that just because he's overriding him, I guess? I yeah. think so. I, yeah, it, it sure seems like it. Let's give it a Lachlan, the Falcons. Yeah, that seems like I they think do that, have a lot yeah. of good players. <laughs> and they have B. John Robinson. Okay. I'm, I'm going to take the Bears, too, because I think Justin Fields is playing right now like somebody that's proven that he should be the starting quarterback there. And then they don't, they've already got the Carolina pick. So what's, what's the deal if they pick fourth or they pick seventh? It's not that big of a difference there. So I, I like the Bears here. Well, I've won on Revis Island last week picking the Falcons against all you schmucks. <laughs> so this week I'm not going to do that because oh. the Falcons are not a very oh, good team. Give me the Bears up. minus three. I was almost like, is this podcast with schmucks? Yeah, dinner with <laughs> schmucks, not yet podcast with I can't even say podcast. I'm like Chris Collinsworth now. Podcast. <laughs> Let's see. Next up we have the Raiders and the Colts. Colts are favored by three and a half. And this could have some playoff implications. The Raiders are quietly seven and eight all of a sudden, and the Colts yeah, are seven. They have a chance. So Colts are favored by three and a half. And Lachlan says the Raiders because they are good and Max Crosby is good. And there's no other no other overriding comments. So that's the Raiders all around for them. Okay, so they both take the Raiders. Yeah. Lachlan. I like this Lachlan insight. This is a nice uh instead of Axel's haikus, I like this Lachlan stuff. This well is, it's this it's also nice happy. because we have some input here that's not from a jaded fan like the rest of us are. So he's got right. that optimism and the, everything is good. It's not not like half yeah. our picks are. These guys suck, so they're not going to win. And it's I like, love the fact that Lachlan knows players. Like it yeah. just is like he's got the Max Crosby thing going. So, all right, good job, Lock. Oh man, you know, God, I don't like either. The three and a half points is enough. I'm going to take the Raiders. I don't really like the Colts or the Raiders right now, but that three and a half points. I got to take the Raiders here because the Colts really played like garbage last week. So Raiders for me. The Colts played like garbage. I don't think they're going to play that bad two weeks in a row against two really not great teams. I think the Raiders played over their head, obviously two defensive touchdowns against the chiefs. That was kind of a weird game. I don't see them repeating that success necessarily two weeks in a row either. That's another road game for the Raiders. I'm going to go with the Colts minus three and a half. Yeah, I was, if it was minus three, I would definitely be on the Colts. Uh, Raiders surprised us in Kansas city, but how, how can I bet again? Even though he screwed me last week, how could I bet against my boy Minshew, you know, shirt off, chugging beers, by the <laughs> beach, playing pickleball with old women, punching his dad at the airport in his bomber jacket with his awesome mustache. Give me the Colts minus the three and a half. 
Next up, the 8 and 7 Rams are going to play the 5 and 10 Giants. Giants are favored by or Giants. The Rams are favored by 5 and a half and this is under a touchdown so I'm taking the Rams. The Rams are playing good. They've got something to play for. The Giants are the Giants. It's it's the Rams all the way. They cover and win. Uh, this this is definitely the Vegas zone. Um I feel like it, the the spread should be higher. Uh, like you said, Andy, so I'm going to go with the Rams. Spread should be higher. Tyrod Taylor's getting the start. The uh, Tommy DeVito train has crashed. <laughs> it was uh, he's sitting next to Josh Dobbs on the on the uh, space shuttle. Yeah, the Being DeVito Dobbs two weeks buy the jersey, then it's eighty percent off. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Um, I mean the Rams are the better team. I if it was if the spread was higher, I'd probably go the Giants because they're home and with the points. But the Rams are just the better team. I'm with you guys. I'm going the Rams. And the spread actually was a little bit higher when I originally did this. I have a, I had a minus written there, so it was a little. I think it was six or six and a half a couple of days ago. So it oh, has so some Giants money. narrowed a little bit. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, if you're looking at the doc underneath my name there, if you see where the minuses and pluses are, that means the spread is – so all the ones that are left have narrowed up, actually, almost all the ones. Well, I'm looking at a hard copy that I printed out oh, okay. five minutes before. I'm old school. I forgot I you're old have school. To, yeah. Yeah, after watching that Sam Eshmael movie – the world left behind. I, I you know, I'm, I'm trying to do back, back to paper, back to the things. old ways. Yeah, yes. I'm trying to do analog <laughs> things in case the world goes to shit. Yep. Um, I'm, I'm prepared. Are you, are you going to, instead of uh, video cataloging all the old games, are you just going to get the transcripts so you can <laughs> yeah, think so. read them? <laughs> you also need a paper so. map to Andy's bunker in Minnesota. So <laughs> yes, well, exactly, exactly I, I right. Am, like the day after tomorrow when shit hits the fan, I am on a collision course with Minnesota. <laughs> there, and I know Andy will take me in. I know yes. Andy will take me in. He won't Kevin Bacon me. No. He'll take me in. Nope. And so that's where I'm headed. Well, I'm not going to be wearing a Yankees hat like he did for sure. So you're you're in good hands there. And he had a be Cowboys plenty of hat on. Oh, it was yeah, a Cowboys hat. You're right. Why did I think Yankees? Yeah. It was a Cowboys hat. God well, Yankees, Cowboys, you know. Oh, I, I can I can handle the Cowboys. I can't handle the Yankees. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I forgot, how did I miss that? I've completely forgotten. Yeah, God, that's okay. Messed that up. I was not thinking in that about that. Anyways, okay. Next I think up, they consulted oh. Stephen A. and and Stephen A. said, "Put a Cowboys cap on that <laughs> asshole." <laughs> I think you're right, PTK. I think you're right. It's produced by Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> oh God! I, I will not be watching anything, even if it has Julia Roberts in it. If if uh, Stephen A. Smith is producing, um, oh. let's see. Axel Axel and Lachlan say the Giants suck so badly. We are going to take the Rams. Oh, okay. So next up, we have got oh another fun one for you, Brett. The three and twelve Car- Cardinals are flying all the way out to. The city of brotherly love, eleven and four Eagles. Eagles are favored by eleven. Yeah, the Eagles have are just. You know, we talked about how they were overrated earlier in the season, but they kept on winning, and that must have been because they were just a really good team. And now they've been losing, and and it's they were huge on the Giants on Christmas Day, and somehow almost gave all that up. 
So the Eagles are just overrated. This 11-point spread is too big for me. And the Cardinals, they still have Kyler Murray. Maybe they can do some things. I'm going to take the Cardinals. I remember last year, the Cardinals almost had a chance to beat the Eagles uh, when the Eagles were playing that phenomenal schedule. That, that <laughs> That's right. Game. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Um, but I, I just feel that this will be what will happen is the Eagles are going to crush the Cardinals uh, and Stephen A and, and the ESPN brass will be all over all oh, the Cardinals. The, the Eagles are back. You know, it's like, well, they played the Cardinals at home in freaking December. But what I'm going to do here, folks, is I'm going to take the Eagles just because Arizona traveling to Philly, I just don't think they're going to do much. And I think the Eagles will get lucky and they'll cover by 13. So give me the Philadelphia Eagles. Let's see. Axel says Eagles still need to win this game and they will defeat a hapless Cardinal team. But 11 is too many points, right, Brett? Eagles. <laughs> he takes the Eagles. <laughs> Yeah, he had to rub it in your face a little bit first. Yeah, I had to read it twice to. I had to read it twice to get that. All right, Axel. Did Lachlan say that, or did Axel say that, Axel? I think Lachlan. I I think Lachlan was was in the bathroom because I didn't see hear any Lachlan insight. Yep there was there was nothing. There hasn't been a couple in the. There hasn't been any Lachlan talk in the last two picks. So. Oh, there's more. There's more coming up. So we'll okay. we'll get okay. back to him. <laughs> God, this game All right, is, Ando, what are you thinking? This game is tough, but God, the cards are freaking bad. I think the Eagles are going to – they got to snap out of it a little bit. I, uh, it's against my better judgment, but I'm going to take the Eagles to cover. Ooh, or to win. Little Revis Island. Brett. Yes. Brett, you can have the cards to yourself. Well, gee, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> Another game with some playoff implications solo. The Bucks are favored by two and a half at home when the Saints come marching in. Now, you would think the streak the Bucks are on and the New Orleans is just bad and Tampa's at home. Only two and a half the spread. That one is also I mean, narrowed. That was three and a half, I think, when I did this originally. So. Yeah, okay. So, okay, so a lot of money on the Saints, which... Now, again, that could be big businesses manipulating the line so they put more on the bucks. Um, uh, That's for another pod. Um, I mean, imagine the Saints win. That would be great for football. But I'm taking Tampa Bay because the Saints aren't good. They really aren't. Uh, I know they have extra days rest. Maybe that's why the spread is a little more. Uh, but it just it seems weird, though. I, I'm putting an asterisk to this game, why it's two and a half. Uh, and it could be just simply the fact, like, like it could be just betters just going hard on the Saints, like in the three and a half number. But I'm taking the Bucks in Baker We Trust. Well, Axel says, Baker Mayfield is an Oscar-winning actor who can also play a great game of the old pigskin. Go Bucks! See, I think Axel will probably lose his haiku bets 
but the ones with Lachlan, <laughs> like I, I'm like, did Lachlan is he serving a timeout? Why he hasn't had input? I want to, I want to hear Lachlan's input. I'm more excited about Lachlan's input than I am Axel's. I love you, Axel, and I, we did a great pod today, and you're my favorite person in Portland. But, um, I okay. Yeah, I got to take the Bucks here too. This line is insane the bucks are playing well the saints are like we've all said are not that good saints will probably win like you said solo but i can't take the saints here i know i know yeah how many points do you get for playing at home nowadays it's still like three points two and a half points it used to be three now it's like one and a half i think it's like or two it's yeah simmons and sal used to be common for two i think yeah yeah, it used to be common three points like if yeah. you're at home and it's deadlocked, you're minus three. But from what uh, Sal and Bill have said, uh, that it's more like one and a half to two, uh, or maybe even two and a half. But um, so yeah. maybe maybe they think the Bucks are a better team by like a point or a half a point, or maybe they think they're equals, which doesn't make any sense to me. Give me the Bucks. All right. Okay, next up. We have the San Francisco 49ers going all the way to Washington. The 49ers are favored by 12. And Axel says the 49ers will take out all their anger at the commies for that damn wall. Lachlan, Lachlan predicts 49ers to win by 35. Wow, that's a lot. <laughs> So they take the so Axel's Niners. taking the commies. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought too. But yeah, yeah, yeah. five. I love it. Okay, God, twelve is a lot of points, but Washington is really, really bad, and Trent Williams is Jacoby supposed to Brissette. be back. Yeah, oh, and God. Jacoby Brissett is starting for this Washington football team. I'm gonna. I know they burned me last week, but I'm not off the 49ers bandwagon yet. I'm going to take the 49ers. Trent Williams practiced. He's supposed to play, and I just spent all that time talking about he's the key. 49ers come back to make a statement. They win. Not by 35, but by two touchdowns. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, the the Niners are not playing the Ravens this week. They're playing the crappy commies, so I I think they're going to cover the spread easily. Brett, normally, you know, in your old days, you always took the points, but you've changed. Yeah, and I'm doing a lot better this year than last year. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make it a full sweep. Uh, I think even though the commie, I mean, the Niners are traveling. I, I this is like okay, we screwed up on Christmas. It, it, I mean, Chase Young revenge game. Give, give me the Niners by 31. Not 31. Ooh. Price is right rules. Depends on you you and Lachlan. <laughs> <laughs> i got to okay. win some against Lachlan. He beats yeah. me at every other thing. <laughs> Next up, we have got the Juggernaut Panthers. The 2-13 and 13 Panthers are going not very far to play the Jacksonville Jags. Eight and seven Jags, who really kind of need this win. The Jags are favored by six. This spread was six and a half or seven earlier. It's come down a little bit, but I think the Jags are going to snap back and they're going to win this by a touchdown. So I take the Jags. 
I'm going to take the Jags as well. Um, I just don't see the Panthers keeping it within a touchdown here. Do we, now, do we know if Trevor Lawrence is playing? The last I heard, I will look it up while you talk. Well, I don't want to say much until I find out. No. Well, uh, it says day-to-day. Yeah, so he's so, probably playing. I mean, I know he's had the shoulder thing. Yeah, he was limited I, in practice today, so. You know, I, I'm going to – I might be on Revis Island here, but, hell, I'm going to take Caroline in the points. Jacksonville doesn't excite me at all. Well, let's see. I think he will be on Revis Island solo because solo. Uh, Axel says Jags. Panthers suck. That's it. He's not the best in the business. For, <laughs> not the best color man in the business for nothing, folks. <laughs> I just watched that last night. It was it was great. <laughs> uh, I'm due for our major league rewatch. That's it. well, yeah. I just hit HBO Max. I just happened to come up as a newly added to HBO, so I'm like, oh, I haven't watched oh. this in a while. So, next up, Brett, this is probably the game of the week. I, in fact, it is the game of the week. The Dolphins, eleven and four Dolphins. At the twelve and three Ravens, Ravens by three at home. I'm going to keep riding the wings of that purple and black Raven through the sky. Give me the Ravens to cover the three. I normally, after the Ravens' big win, that could be a letdown short week. Well, uh, Miami on the road to the Northeast. Usually doesn't go very well. I, they're banged up, but Baltimore is a physical team. Um, I'm going with the Ravens as well. I've been down on the Ravens a lot, thinking they're overrated. But after that win with the Niners, I'm on board. Sorry, Lachlan. Let's see, Axel says Dolphins. Mike McDaniel is the coolest dude around, and the Dolphins were watching last. We were watching last week and learned a few tricks to take down Lamar. Oh, so Axel and Lachlan take the Dolphins. Well, I was watching that game last week, too, and Lamar Jackson looks like the Lamar Jackson of old. He looked I mean, he was a game changer, and he looked amazing. Jalen Waddell is supposedly not playing again. Yeah, I don't which, think he's playing. I mean, he's not the number one guy there, but it's a lot harder for the other for that team when he's not in there. I mean, he might be a high-priced decoy, but he's, he's still a major cog. I, t- I take the Ravens. I'm on the Ravens train now. Yeah. I'm convinced after one- that game. One thing I've noticed, and it was not talked about, but at the beginning of the Cowboys-Dolphins game, you know how Tyreek Hill sh- sh- uh, like gets into like a, a, a short stance? Like he gets really small. He yep. really goes down. Well, Dak, when the Cowboys were coming on the field, he went into a short stance and was giving them a high five. And then Tyreek Hill at one point in the game, was doing the old C.D. Lamb snot, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, you know, thing with his finger. Mm-hmm. And so I'm wondering if there was something going on there uh, in that game. Uh, it was not talked about in any, but it looked like a little uh, thing going on. So just wanted to point that out. Let's see, did I? Oh, next up. That was the last one. Solo. Titans, 5-10 and ten Titans at the 8-7 and seven Texans. Texans are favored by four, and C.J. Stroud cleared concussion protocol. He will be starting on Sunday. He did, and um, I'm, going, I'm going the Texans. 
I, I, I wish it was three, but I, I got a feel the Texans have been struggling, but um, I think this is at home. They, I think they'll take it to the Titans. Texans can still technically make the playoffs, but Lachlan is making me take the Titans, who I was going to take anyway. You can't give him that, credit. That was confusing. Yeah, yeah it was for sure. <laughs> he can't, poor, poor Lachlan can't get any credit. You know, <laughs> I, you know, he says take the Titans, but I'm taking them anyway. Like, come on, come on, give Lachlan some love. <laughs> It's a divisional game. These teams know each other. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill knows C.J. Stroud so well. <laughs> yeah, I uh, got four is a lot of points here, but C.J. Stroud is it's it's he's good. He's good. He's more than four points good. So t- I'm surprised the spread is a little higher. Honestly, I'm taking the Texans. Yeah, I kind of wish the spread was a little higher, and then I may jump on the, the Titans train, but nope, give me the Texans to cover the four. Ooh, Revis Island. Next up, the first late afternoon game, the Steelers at the Seahawks. Both teams eight and seven. Both teams need this. At Seattle, Seahawks favored by three and a half. And Solo says, what a matchup. Big Ben Solo versus... Says- or not solo. Oh, yeah. I didn't realize I solo. said this. Yeah, <laughs> I thought you sent me this one game to read up. <laughs> Foley says, what a matchup. Big Ben versus Russell Hustle Man Muscle. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, no what, wait, what was the Super Bowl rematch? It, it would have been Hasselbeck versus uh, oh, Big Ben. That's where yeah. he should have went. I think, yeah, oh, yeah that would have been good, yeah. That Come been a good on, Axel. God, consult me. <laughs> no, this is a different year. We are going to take the Steelers for old, good old Uncle Aaron. All right, we're going pit. Oh boy, man, this game's a this is a tough one. I don't really like the Steelers, and I don't like the Seahawks that much. But you know, the Seahawks at home, even though it's three and a half, they play so damn good at home, and they still are explosive when they sometimes. The Steelers just aren't. God, screw it. I'm going to take the Seahawks. Man, I'm taking a lot of favorites this week. But I'm going to be taking another one here. I think the Seahawks are more than three and a half points better than the Steelers. I would agree with you, but the three and a half is just too much. As much as I do want to take the Seahawks... I have a feeling the Steelers will keep this close. I'm going with Uncle Aaron as well. Give me the Steelers plus the points. Well, and what might be the worst matchup of the week? Five and ten Chargers at the seven and eight Broncos. Broncos favored by three and a half. And who in the hell do you take here? I don't I don't know. The spread has narrowed a little bit. It was four or four and a half, and then all the rust news came out, which didn't really drop it that much. And oh my god. Three and a half point the Chargers are so is anybody playing for the Chargers? I don't even know. You know what? The Broncos <laughs> still still have a good defense. Screw it. I'm gonna take the Broncos just because I don't trust the Chargers at all. 
Welcome to Easton Stick. This um, I don't li- I don't trust either one of these teams, so I'm going to trust the points. Give me the Chargers plus three and a half. Hmm. Stidham. Stick. Stidham. Stick. <laughs> Give me Denver. <laughs> this is like a coin flip if I've ever heard of one. I know. I don't know. I fuck. I don't know. And it looks like Axel says Broncos benched Russell. Herbert is out. What is happening in this game? We are taking the Broncos. So Brett, you're on Remus Island. Oh joy. <laughs> <laughs> With your stick. My Revis Islands of the Chargers and the Cardinals get me so excited. <laughs> well, now you can tell us about a game that's a little more exciting. Eight and seven Bengals at the nine and six Chiefs. Kansas City by six and a half at home. Wow, that is a lot of points. Um, Sunday late game in Kansas City. They were embarrassed on Christmas Day. The Bengals were also embarrassing last week. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bengals to uh, cover the points. Mm. You know, for a second there, yeah, I thought it would be easy. I don't even know if that's the line. I still forget to look it up. Um, Chiefs are uh, they're just not playing well. I mean, Bengals are came down to earth a little bit, but I'm with you, Brett. I'm taking the points. I don't trust the Chiefs, even though they should win this by a large margin. Well, you know what? The Bengals' defense sucks. I'm going Kansas City. I'm giving it one last scout. I'm changing. I'm not <laughs> changing my pick, but I'm changing as I speak. So give me the Chiefs. I don't know why. Axel says the Chiefs are going to bounce back in a get-right game. Taylor Swift sucks, though. That was Axel saying that. I was not saying Taylor Swift sucks on the record. I don't want anyone coming yes. after me. If that was and all, it wasn't Lachlan. All well, I heard Axel. Andy say it. I, heard, yeah. I just heard you say it, Andy. Did you hear Andy? I, you know, wait a minute. I did hear Andy say it. Oh, boy. <laughs> it seemed like Axel was done, and then Andy said. Oh, yeah, I Taylor added that. Yo, that was my... What's my yeah. editorializing? Well, yeah. Ando's got a bunker, so it's all all good. God dang it! I this game I hate to I hate that. Am I going to let the Chiefs burn me one more time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. That's the problem. Yeah, you let the Chiefs burn you again. I, you know what? I'm going to the Chiefs. I still don't trust the Bengals, and yeah, you're right. Their defense is not good, and Patrick Mahomes has to snap out of this. There's I. If, if they if they blow another game and play like shit again, it might be over for them. I think not over for them, but it's going to be hard to rebound. I'll take the Chiefs. Screw it. Ugh. Okay, Sunday night, the last game of the week. This is do or die. Loser leaves town, as Bill Simmons would like to say. The Packers and the Vikings both at seven and eight in Minneapolis. Vikings favored by one solo. Fuck, I don't know. <laughs> you know what I know it was one drive but I love some Jaron Hall I think he's going to be he's going to be the next coming of <laughs> Jesus Cristo give me the Vikings 
I don't know. <laughs> Let's see. Lachlan says, Vikings, Vikings, Vikings. That's all, folks. Oh. So they're going Vikings. They're going Vikings in the Foley household. Man, I really, really hate this game. Like I said, the Vikings have got all those injuries. A new quarterback. Man, I just... Ugh. Yeah. Their defense is pretty good, though. The Packers' defense is pretty bad. Man, am I talking myself into Jaron Hall and Ty Chandler? <laughs> you know, Jefferson's there, though, too, and they don't have their top corner. Screw it. I'll take the Vikings one more time. One point's almost nothing, so I'll take the Vikes. Well, Brett's Mr. Monday Night, so I might change my pick if he picks the pack. I oh, might this too. is Sunday night. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, this Sunday is Sunday night. Account. You're right. Oh, okay, this is Monday night. Okay. Yeah, by the way, my Monday night record um, only includes the night games on Monday, not those other two Christmas Day games. Those are not involved in my Monday Correct. record. Correct. Correct. Okay. Yep. And I did update that. If I get my, I go grab, pull my other spreadsheet up. If you really want to see what your record is, I know it's not good on Monday night. <laughs> No, I think isn't Brett the best on Monday? Or, yeah, Monday or night. You? Sunday. One of them is really bad. Let me look here. I got it right here. Probably the Sunday night shit. Yeah, yeah. Monday night. Sunday night. I think Tuesday night he's awful too. Yeah. <laughs> Monday night, Brett is fifteen and four. <laughs> Sunday night, Brett is four and ten. Sunday night. <laughs> what the fuck? Well, solo Monday nights for you, five and fourteen. Oh. <laughs> but you're nine and five on Sunday nights, so Axel six and thirteen oh, on Monday man. nights. I'm ten and nine on Ooh. on Monday nights. So. We're we're not very good on Monday nights. Only no. Brett. Well, I'm ten and nine, so I'm at least average. But I mean, that's decent. But yeah, it's average. It's still not, not good. No, 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 no. <laughs> but it's a hell of a lot better than me and Polo. So Brett's fifteen and four, not getting a Monday night game. Maybe it's a small handicap for Brett this week. I guess, huh? <laughs> but there's yeah, there's no Monday night, so yep. he's yeah. Yeah, this is a really tough game, but my first inclination was to take the Packers, so I'm just going to take the Packers plus one. Yeah. There was a no, small... No, I'm not going to change. I'm not going to change. There was a small little ride. update here from the game. Elijah Moore took a really bad hit. Oh, what's what's the score right now? Um, What is the score? I think it's still 30, 34-17, but Moore, Moore, Elijah Moore was having seizures on the field. It's It's pretty awful. Oh shit! No, hit his head on the turf and ha- had seizures. I, d- I d- uh, that was about it. Forty five minutes or an hour ago. I don't know what exactly happened after that, but oh no! So that's something to keep an eye on. That's kind of terrible uh, news. Well, our prayers for Elijah Moore and his family. Jeez, Brett, you said the Packers, right? Yes. All right. Ooh, well, that's, that's good. That's Brett's all got of our picks. Yeah, three Revis Islands. To the, end the week. There there could be some shakeups this next week. I think there's quite a yeah. few differences on everybody here. Brett's gonna either take the lamp or fall to last place. <laughs> <laughs> well, not so too much. Island on Arizona too. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> but it is what it is. Hey, it's all good. It'll you be okay. Four Revis Islands or yeah. Or actually I think yeah, I'm only three, two I different think. from you solo. So I'm either gonna inch closer or I'm gonna fall further behind. So Yeah. Brett is you know, he's Brett's he's making all a in. play. 
He's like Kenny Rogers. He doesn't know when to fold him. <laughs> well, me, me and Heath had almost identical picks up until like the last three games, and we're all we're different all those games. Well, and Axel, we? Axel and Heath are five, five, five different games too. Wow. So, and I'm you already know that one of them is you already know that one of them is a Green Arrow for you. So, oh yeah, that's right. Oh no, wait! All the four last games were all different on. Starting with the late games on Sunday. You and me, Heath. Mm. Oh, yes, you're right. Well, there you go. This could make or break either of our seasons. Or we go two and two. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> two and two on a push. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. means absolutely nothing. <laughs> All right. Well, great job, Ando. Uh, that felt like that took three hours. Um, <laughs> but let's head to the love seat. We're hanging on the love seat. And when Brett and Solo on the love seat, Lachlan made the picks he picked, but then Axel said, no, they suck. (laughs) 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 So, uh, real quick, not much for the love seat other than, uh, any with the Brett stupid pool update. And any comments on college bowls so far? Well, I at least have to say one thing. My Gophers are now the dynasty of the Quick Lane Bowl, their third Quick Lane Bowl <laughs> victory. Ah. And at least until Georgia plays, when do they play? Saturday? Yes. At least until Georgia plays, the Gophers have by themselves have the current longest active bowl winning streak at seven games. Georgia will tie really? them. Yep, Georgia will tie them when they beat Florida State on Saturday. But oh, Minnesota really? number one, Georgia number two. Yep. Wow. That one seven in a row. Georgia's at six in a row right now. No shiza. So we don't need to talk any more about that game because it was not a very good game. So <laughs> off to you, Brett, on the in the pool. <laughs> well, it's been an insane pool like normal because you not only can you not predict like who's going to win, who's motivated to win. You can't predict who's who's play because yeah. opt-outs. You used to have a couple of opt-outs occasionally, but nowadays with the transfer portal, the, the portal window is such that you throw your name in, then you're not playing in the bowl. But then there you are have, some have, portal uh, guys playing too, you know. So and I'm like, not even sure what all the rules are on the, all that. Yeah. But it's confusing. It's a little messy. And you have now not, because you have the playoff, the bowls that are not playoff games are see, feel less significant than they used to. So, so players in those games declare for the NFL draft earlier than they used to. I feel like, and uh, so you know, you don't know who's playing, you don't know who's motivated to play, and it shows in the in the pool because any any game could be a blowout in either direction. But at the end of the day. Um, solo right now is third out of 39 yeah. people. Pretty good. And That's Andy is seventh. Um, we're not, it's not, it's not, uh, we don't need to talk about where I am. Where <laughs> are you? You know, Solo, it's, it's about, it's about, Do you call playing. me Robert Sala? It's the fun oh, of no, the game. It's not important if you win or lose. It's about it's a, the fun. It's about the, the journey, game. not the destination, right? <laughs> <laughs> I am 37th. Whoa. What, the, what happened? You're Mr. College. 
I know. I'm 0-5 right now. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I'm 0-5. Did you yeah. take a take a bunch of like crazy picks or something or just bad luck? Well, I did take I took Boise State over UCLA. I know that was uh, that was an underdog, but I felt like they'd be more motivated to play. UCLA has looked like trash, except against USC. Yeah, that one I don't blame you for. Yeah, yeah, me too. Then I had James Madison over Air Force. Now, with hindsight, I probably should have did. avoided that, but they were favorites in that game, and they yeah, lost a lot by of people 10. Did. Then I had yeah. Utah over Northwestern because I was, I don't, you know. I don't blame I don't you for see, that I one. I didn't see Northwestern scoring a lot of points, which they didn't. They scored 14, but Utah only scored seven. So they <laughs> lost by seven. That's so I almost took, three. Yeah, I almost took that Northwestern one too, but it's – I'm glad I didn't. And I, had, I had Louisville over USC, which, you know, I know that USC screwed a lot of people. is uh, yeah. a high-scoring high team, but they didn't have Caleb Williams. But, I mean – And they have and no Louis, defense. But Louisville, I feel like, was, was hunger, hungrier in that game. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't blame that. They lost by fourteen, and then I had SMU, who was a big favorite against Boston College. But like Keith pointed out, weather is almost always a factor in that game. And uh, if you're going for margin of victory, that's probably not the game to pick. So, yeah, those stupid baseball stadium games. I got to learn to stay away from those. Yeah, uh, it's not like any of my picks were that terrible or outlandish. It's just uh, I think it's been some bad no, luck, but it's at not. Least over. You didn't pick Eastern Michigan. No, I did not. Southern Alabama by forty nine or whatever it was. Yeah, and I have I have a bunch of SEC teams as my last five. So if they show up, maybe I'm going to get, get that you in the positive over zero. <laughs> no, for me the SMU Miami losing that helped me tremendously because I was looking at the pool and looking at like who's ahead of me and who they have. And so as we get later, you know, you would get a lot of the same teams. Like you have a lot of Georgia's Oregon's and you know, so you really have to, in order to do well in this pool, you have to do well early. I mean, you have to have three or four games that nobody else picked or, some you see like a weird blowout game, and that's because most of the big games usually aren't blowouts, with the exception of LSU Purdue from last <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, don't even. <laughs> I was leading the whole fucking pool the whole time. You know, I I'm gonna get. I bring games. that up every chance I get, don't you? <laughs> well, because I had picked like a Fresno State in the LA Bowl. They won by like twenty something. I picked Western Kentucky, and I was one of the only few who had those. So I was leading the whole time until New Year's Day. And then that, of course, that LSU-Purdue game screwed me. Um, So, yeah, you need to pick them early, but a lot of people have lost. So it's a little different this year where, I mean, you have some people who haven't still have tons of picks left, but um, you don't, it's like the South Alabama game. Like that one was like 10 of us or 12 of us had it. Um, so, you know, that helped yeah. you pull out of your New Mexico state hole, yeah. which was good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's tough. It's harder this year though. And and it's, it's with the 39 teams, uh, 39 entries, you can see, cause most people have one or two losses more than that. But like, I think, like you said, Brett, everyone has lost yes. at least one game. Yeah. No more. Yeah. You know, 
I think I was either undefeated or nine and one last year, uh, but I didn't have LSU. Great. And I picked them this year and they'll probably lose by 50. <laughs> Way to be positive. So yeah, I know. I know. I, I am so negative after this past weekend with the Cowboys losing and my fantasy teams getting screwed and my bets losing, but I did win. I did bet on the Dolphins, So, um, I won a lot of my money back, but Taylor Heineke not throwing an interception, not throwing an interception. I I accepted Brett's. Hey, take 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 the Packers minus three and a half. Packers win by three. (laughs) It's bully that either. I mean, seriously. I mean, it's just it just shows you how shitty this shit is. Uh, And then, real quick, with with a little uh, baseball. um, Of course, the Dodgers have signed Otani. And of course, he's deferring sixty-eight of his seventy million each year till later, which is ridiculous. So then they signed Yamoto, who's a great pitcher in Japan, twenty-five years old. So, I mean, it's just. And then it's like our. Well, I know the Braves made moves early, but our Twins and Angels are signing guys, guys I've never heard of, to nine hundred fifty thousand dollar contracts. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean. The- the Twins made their first signing of the co- of the season yesterday, and it's a reliever named Josh Statemount or yeah, something. Yeah, Staymount from the Royals. <laughs> he has a four hundred one ERA in five seasons. Oh, I think he has a four hundred one four hundred one K plan. <laughs> well, he probably will need one if he's that that that. Oh God, I just oh, yeah, it's hard to look it's at hard to look at the other teams when the Dodgers are spending literally spending a billion dollars. Yeah, and and the Twins are spending, and the Angels are spending a million. What are they, have the Braves done much yet? They probably don't need to do a whole lot, do they? Well, they they made some trades for relievers, uh, right? right? Yeah, all the moves they made have been for bullpen arms. Um, they're, they're like stacking up on left-handed bullpen arms, but they've been making trades to take on other teams' salary dumps, and then they've been trying to flip those players or just cutting them outright. Yeah, so like, the, yeah. Alex Anthopoulos has a strategy, but it's not like we're trading or signing any big names. It's all been bullpen arms so far. Yeah, I, I but I think, though, with the Braves, I mean, granted they underperformed in the playoffs last year, but I think they're going to be the only hope to beat the Dodgers because that lineup is still A+. And strengthening the bullpen is going to help them in the postseason. Yep. So, yeah. There's no, no I hope they have an opportunity. Are just going to win it. Yeah, I, I would love. Yeah. I, I want to see Braves, Dodgers, and, um, you know, I, I, I but, I mean that that I mean Freeman, Otani, and Betts. The beginning of that lineup. Ugh. Oh my god, that's going to be tough. Yeah, you know, and they got Glass now, Yamoto, um. You know, Bueller, 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 <laughs> Bueller yeah. comes back. Um, you know, you know, the you know, Dodgers are going to win their division and they're going to be there and they'll probably choke. But, um, but man, yeah, they're spending a lot of money. Uh, yeah, it's they 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 are Yankees West. There's no doubt about it. The Yankees don't even spend this kind of money anymore. Well, I say that now no, they they'll don't. probably they'll probably blow us all away right. with something tomorrow. But, but it's not like the old days where. You know the Yankees gate. You know offered the most money, and everyone went to the Yankees. Yeah. Um. You know, Jacoby Ellsbury, Johnny Damon, Giambi. You know all the. They were always signing guys, but now it seems 
the Dodgers were ready for this. They didn't sign Trey Turner last year and they didn't sign a big free agent. And they, I knew they were, I knew Otani was going there. Um, so, um, but I'm not, I don't know. I, angels are just going to be shit forever. I just wish the angels would have traded him and got something for him before well, the, the problem him. was they were in, they were in the wild card. And they made all these moves, and then they go 0 for 8 in, like, August to start August right after the trade deadline. Yeah. So it went south quick. Um, you know, Artie Moreno wanted to sell the team, and then he didn't. And I think he needs to just move on. That's the unfortunate the thing, is, that he doesn't – he won't yeah. sell the team. Yeah, so I I don't know. I, I mean, even, like, had they signed Otani, I still wouldn't have been excited because the pitching's awful. and. The bullpen's awful, and half the lineup's awful. So they're just—it's just, it's just, yeah, God, it's just so damn sad. That I know we've talked about this before on this same podcast that you have the two best players. I mean, two generational Hall of Fame players, yeah. and you'd never make the playoffs once. I mean, yeah, no, they're, they're like the two you, best players in the league and have been for quite some time. And oh, yeah. it's just sad. And and they couldn't even get to five hundred. I yeah. mean, that's how bad it is. And a lot of it has to do with. Of course, the other positions, but the coaching, the managing has been awful. I mean, since Social left, we've had Brad Osmus, uh, Joe Madden, who I think just lost his mind, and <laughs> you know Phil Nevin, who oh, oh I forgot God, about Nevin. he was terrible. He was terrible. Oh, and now we have Ron Washington, who you know, give him some cocaine, maybe he'll do well, but. <laughs> he's he was a, he's been a good coach. I mean, I, I have more faith in him than the other guys you just listed. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm gonna miss him. Yeah, he's been the he's been the Braves third base coach for many years. So, uh, yeah, he's been he's been a great. I mean, coach he did a great job with the range with the Rangers on when they went on their World Series runs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I guess you know dabbled in the cocaine. <laughs> they got rid of him. Um, yeah. Hey, <laughs> you know you do what you got to do in this world. Exactly. Him and Josh Hamilton were hanging out too much. <laughs> yeah. Maybe um, that's why they were good. God, Josh yeah. Hamilton, that's a man. What a waste that guy uh, was. One of my all-time favorite players. And when the Angels signed him, I was like through the roof. He was I'm so like, awesome. I'm like Shroud yeah. and Hamilton. And then he got hurt, and then I guess he went off on some bender for like three days, and the Angels ended up just releasing him. And that was sad. Yeah, that, was that sad. whole story is just, I just – I get sad anytime I hear his name because I loved watching him play. He was so, so fun he was, to watch. He was like – Roy Hobbs in the natural. Yeah. I mean, that's how good he was. Yeah. And if it wasn't for the drug problems and stuff, he could be one of the, we could be talking about one of the best players of all time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a natural talent that just succumbed to demons. And it's sad, you know, because um, I, you know, I was a huge fan. I mean, when he finally came up with the Reds and actually he got hurt and stuff, but he ended up hitting like 25 home runs. And, yeah. that, you know, it's weird it, that. 07 Reds team actually was a good team, but they just underperformed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they had like, you know, it's really good players on that team. It was a fun team to watch. Uh, but yeah, it was sad. Um, but what are you going to do? Well, All right. We've got, we've got some breaking news from the game. The Jets oh. Browns game tonight. Kirk Herbstreet's dog is now in the booth with Kirk and Al. So you know <laughs> things are getting serious. Oh, boy. <laughs> Oh, uh, Al's probably like, "What the fuck is this well, best in show?" The, the last, 
<laughs> I would love to see Al Michaels do a dog show. That would be great. <laughs> the, uh, oh, the the last oh, time I saw that, there was Al was petting the dog while Kirk was talking. So <laughs> I I think Al and Al and Kirk have checked out for the night. Oh my god! And maybe we I think Al would rather do a, a dog show <laughs> than some of these Thursday yeah. night games. But you know what? Right. what? He's eighty and he's getting paid how many millions of dollars? Mm-hmm. I think I think he's doing okay. But yeah. yeah, no, I do miss him and Collinsworth on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think that was, you know, as much as we make, you know, people make fun of Collinsworth, he, he, he enjoys calling a game. He always gives it his best and yeah, he over, you know, rates quarterbacks and stuff, but he's a great announcer. And, you know, we have, I mean, think about what last week, I mean, I get the Burkhard Olsen team, <laughs> BTK, you get Schlereth every week yeah, and, every you know, week. Vilma. Oh, Ando gets God. Vilma, God, and, and, and then they put Ian Eagle, who I think is one of the best announcers, and he's doing some shitty AFC game. I'm like, mm-hmm. how is not Ian Eagle the number, at least the number two at CBS? Yeah, behind Romo and Nance. I mean, they give it. I know. think I had heard the rumor that when Nance retires, that Eagle is supposed to become the top guy. I think I, I think I remember I reading hope that. So he deserves it. Yeah, and he he is he he is great. And, you know, and you realize when you listen to these games, a lot of times lately, to be honest, um, I just put on red zone when it was fantasy, mm-hmm. you know, just because I hate commercials and I, I just, I'm so used to the ADD channel now. Um, <laughs> but I hate that because, well, when I had direct TV and I could record all the games, I would watch games and stuff, but I would go back, watch them. Now, because you the YouTube TV thing, I don't have that access. It, it's kind of a bummer. Uh, but, you know, NFL Network does replay the best games of the week, and they usually show pretty much the full games. So I'll take a look and stuff. But, uh, you know, it's just, you know, times are changing with broadcasting and stuff. And um, I, I do miss... You know, the direct TV having all the games, I can just record them to my DVR now because I don't have YouTube TV. I know mm-hmm. Axel loves it, gets all the games, but I'm still kind of, I uh, wish it was back on direct TV, but hey, that's the way it goes. Well, and I think know? some of that stuff will change a little bit too. I mean, this is still the first year they've had it. So they could add some of that stuff to YouTube to make it a little bit more like direct TV was. So yeah, because if you don't have YouTube, if you don't subscribe to the YouTube TV and get the package, yeah, you can't I don't buy think it. you 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 can't. No, you can get the Sunday ticket, but you don't. You know how Axel says you have the unlimited DVR and records all the games oh, for you. You don't get that. You, you don't, don't get, get that. that. Got it. Yeah. So you you might be able to catch one or two games that are on YouTube or whatever, but like for the most part, you don't have that capability. Yep. So that kind of sucks. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so anyway, you know, it's his life. All right. Any final words before we get out of here, gentlemen? I don't think so. It was another fun one, I think. It's too bad Axel couldn't make it, but uh, yeah. since Lachlan sent in his picks, that that made up for it a little bit. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Brett, any final words from your house-sitting? Uh, I know you're not you're, – <laughs> you say you're house-sitting, but I know you just have your – that home is under your name uh, or under your wife's <laughs> name and you keep bodies there, but that's okay. That's all right. It's okay. Oh, it's nice and quiet Jeez. here. So yeah, yeah um, you get to do some work. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, no, I don't think I have anything else. Uh, looking forward to uh, another weekend of football. It might be kind of weird without a Monday night game, but. Um, well, we got the college. Yeah. We got the big yeah. college game. So, um, yeah, we're we're in the thick of bowl season, four games a day. I think there's multiple games that, you know, but the problem is come January 2nd, it's like over. It's like, you know, you yep, get your right. last the, the weekend breaks, of football, yeah. you get your national championship, your one double A championship, but then it's like playoffs and next thing you know it's like oh shit it's yeah. over yep but you know it is what it is that's the way life is and before you know it we'll be watching hard knocks you know the houston texans hard knocks next year or whatever it's gonna be so <laughs> um and we'll be getting ready for the season and being like right now i'm like i'll never play fantasy again and then come next august i'll be like i'm ready <laughs> and i'm ready after, for Brett's after, those, pool. after those four or five months off we'll, we'll all be ready to have our hearts broken again. Yeah, of course. That's just what we do. Um, time, time heals a, a broken heart. Yeah. Yeah. Or broken Brett, whatever. <laughs> yeah. um, well, thanks Lachlan for sending in your picks with your daddy. Um, remember go to patreon.com slash DVR. If you want to become a patron for a couple bucks a month, you can simply subscribe and get all exclusive pods ad free. And, uh, pods before anyone else um or go to dvrpodcast.com and uh check out all the shows we do uh like i said before we'll have after the new year we'll have our yearly top 10 favorite tv shows of all time where we get together with a bunch of our friends and we talk about our lists so that'll be coming in the probably the second week of january uh axel and i will be covering uh true detective night country with jody foster uh, so that'll be one of the next shows we cover. Uh, and we'll continue around the couch through the Super Bowl and then, you know, draft season. And then we always say we're going to do off season pods and we never do, but you never know. And I think we uh, did one or two last year, but that was, yeah, we it. did one or two. Um, and also, uh, it's not official yet, but the Star City Murders, my film looks like it, it's looking for, uh, to premiere on streaming in April or May. Uh, nice. So we're going to have exclusive pods uh, talking with the cast and filling in everyone on the process of distribution and what's been going on there. So we'll have some great pods with that and uh, we'll, we'll keep you updated on every on the release and everything that's finally coming. So 2024, Year of the Dragon or whatever it is. It was Ox, Rat and something but now it's, or you know, maybe it's Year of the Solo. Who knows? I could use a year. It's always so Year of for, the Solo. Yeah, Year of the Solo. Yeah, well, <laughs> hopefully, hopefully this year will be. Yeah, it All will right. be. <laughs> All right. For Ando, for Brett, for Lachlan, for Axel, I'm Heath Solo. We'll see you next time on Around the Couch. Welcome to Russell Wilson's third floor bathroom on the East Wing.